Welcome to the Money Lab Podcast, everyone. Mom, your host, Matt Jivinablonskys, or something along those lines. Uh, over here, I have Chris. He has a very similar last name. It's like, what is it? Jibineski. Jibineskis. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Listen, we're going to try something different this time around. We're going to we're going to uh, we're playing with some formats. Okay, so anyone listening to the podcast or watching this uh, in Money Lab Pro. We're going to try something different, and that difference is we're going to do like an actual podcasty type of like show thingy majig, and that's the and that's the move. So, uh, what does that look like for us? Well, one um, the, in this episode, I'm basically just going to talk to you about the format. We're going to do we'll go a little meta into things, and then from there, we're going to answer a question or. You know, in this case, I just have a tweet I want to talk about, so that might be a little bit boring, but I'm sorry. And then uh, the third segment of this episode, we're going to do a website teardown on a site uh, all about beards, right? Mm. My favorite topic. Anyway, so uh, we're going to try to keep these episodes shorter. We're going to keep them to about 30 minutes or so, if we can help it. You know, knowing me, I can talk my ass off. Um, and... We're going to try to make it as entertaining as possible and more about like overall business and me trying to help the audience as opposed to just me talking about a singular subject and just rambling on and whatever. So here's the deal about this. So here's the deal. The deal is I need feedback on whether or not this new format of podcasting is working. In fact, Chris and I have been talking about, okay, you know, we're publishing more. We want to publish more content on the YouTube channel. We want to publish more content in Money Lab Pro. We want to publish more content, meaning the podcast. And so how do we publish more content? How do we reduce the friction between sitting here in the basement and recording versus, you know, editing, uploading the whole process? And I just kind of feel like the more and more I talk about it, the more I'm like, let's just do a show. Right. When I used to do Listen Money Matters, which is a, a personal finance podcast I used to do, I did it uh, back in 2000. I started in 2013, did it for about a year straight. We were doing daily episodes. And because we were doing daily episodes, we had to like create a really tight format. And each episode had a different theme. And we would record all seven episodes for the week on Wednesday, which is actually today's date. And after that, my job on Thursday was to edit all those podcasts and put that and schedule them up on our, you know, it was Libsyn at the time. Um, so what sucked about that is obviously like that's a lot of content to, to edit. And it turns out I'm like, why aren't we just recording this like a radio? Like a radio show doesn't edit. They, they're live. So we record the live show and then just put out the live show, Right. And so that's what we ended up doing. We were like, we we had everything, you know, I, I had, I was playing the music, I was doing everything in real time and just kind of trimming the end, ends up, right? And then putting that up on Libsyn for the world. And we did that every single day. So it allowed us to do it every day and literally two days a week gave us seven days worth of content. And and really like, yeah, Wednesday was the big day. We would sit down, we would, we would be on Skype literally all day. And then Thursday it would probably take me an hour to just trim it up and publish, and then we were done. None of them were done, right? So uh, that's kind of the move for this. We want to create more of a show as opposed to having to do this like highly edited thing or just me rambling like I'm doing right now, right? What do you think about this idea? 
And how do you think it's going to play out? Because you keep saying, we got to look at the data. We got to look at the data before we know and make a decision. That's exactly how I sound. Yeah, it's like kind of Italian, kind of <laughs> like old. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's better all around. I mean, I think it's better for the listeners. I think it's better for me. Uh, the uh -huh. editor, uh -huh. um, and I think it's better for you, the person that has to do all the rambling. I have to, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to ramble. I have to come up with this shit on the fly in my head. I'm, I'd rather have something to go off of, right? I'd rather have something to banter off of. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the idea is uh, we're going to try it. And it's going to be, we're going to keep this the way it is, which means people who are in Money Lab Pro, which is the private community with all of my courses and my workshops and all of that stuff, they're going to get this podcast video version exclusively for now, right? That's the plan. Uh, people who are listening to this, right, just the audio listeners, they're going to get this. They're, they're listening to it right now. It's free, right? It's free for everybody. Um, every once in a while, we may publish a banger episode on YouTube just to get more people into the community. But other than that, that's kind of the plan. But we may find out that this format if you guys like it, may help us grow the YouTube channel too. I don't know. Uh, we still do have plans for the YouTube channel, which is kind of along the same lines where we take a, and in this case, we were thinking we take a singular topic and we have a format, which that format could be very simple. Like here's a problem I tried to solve. Here was the, you know, here's the problem I was trying to solve and for why, and then how I solved it and what the outcome was. You know, it's pretty simple format. Take any subject, throw it in there. That's the YouTube video. Not really edit it. The last few videos we did were like highly edited. You edited those, right? And mm -hmm. um, they were great, but the numbers are, well, the data, right? The data. The data. Speaks. I mean, I wish we got way more YouTube comments, which, yeah. I, which I know is a cesspool of, uh, you know, the worst of humanity. But sure. I would love any, even the cesspool comments are still comments and I still wanted the data. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, yes. Cause even oh, if people God. were like, this sucks, you're editing your shit. I'll yeah. take that over literally just nothing. You know, it's funny cause, oh yeah, I don't want to look at that. That's no? going to make me sad. Oh yeah. Even in looking at the, um, swimming diversity ones, I don't look at them anymore. Yeah. I mean like the dumb ones or whatever. Sometimes they're not dumb. Sometimes they like, they cut at your core. Like, well, you oh, know, yeah. like, I don't mind when someone, you know, my older videos on Swim University, I say Wooder. Right. So, like, they would spell, you know, people good. would spell that out and with a laughing emoji. I'm like, but, all right, well, that doesn't bother me. But YouTube only cares about engagement, whether or not it's positive or negative is irrelevant. Yeah. And so, in Twitter, I do the same thing where if somebody's, like, being a dick or being a troll, I'm like, thanks for the engagement metric. Like, right, you're just, yes. you're only helping my account. Right. right. You're only helping my growth. Just keep but, egging them on, too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> or I kill them a kindness, which yeah. usually works, too. And, and, um... So yeah, you're gonna be the one seeing the comments in nice. the future, not me. Uh, just don't tell me. You can and you, you know, the thing about the thing I feel about comments, and this is what we do on Swim University all the time, is like one, we have a very extensive uh, block list. So you can in <laughs> in the comments, like you can, uh, or in YouTube Studio, you can add a bunch of words. Nice. And so if anybody uses those words to comment, it just like it basically like it doesn't come through. Like pools, chemicals, <laughs> yeah. swimming, help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Block all of that. Yeah, no. So, uh, so like yeah, like all the curse words. You know, mm. we we got rid of that, and then we just like to keep a tidy house because a tidy house. It's that. You ever hear about that theory of the? Uh, I think it's called like the graffiti theory or something. I think it was in the book. 
the tipping point by Malcolm Gladwell. I'm sure you've read yeah, extensively. extensively. Yeah. yeah. My favorite author. So I only read that book because that's the name of the Roots album that I love so much. And so I was like, oh, well, if the Roots think that this, I'm assuming that's not from the fucking Malcolm Gladwell book. But anyway, I read the book. There's a, he talks about this story in like New York to stop graffiti. Uh, they were like, they kept trying, they kept cleaning up after the graffiti. Right. And mm -hmm. so they just kept getting more and more and they like couldn't keep up. And so, oh, it was the broken window theory. That's what it was. So basically by like cleaning up the rest of the city and like fixing all the broken windows, like graffiti artists like wouldn't want to damage, you know, mm -hmm. what was uh, what was essentially a nice area. Right. Or uh, there's this other theory of like people were adding graffiti to like, you know how those they, in New York, they those metal pull down doors to like lock their shops. Yeah. So like they would pull down these metal doors and people would spray paint on them. But then the shop owners just did it first and like created like yeah. like cartoon characters or did something like to relate it to their business. Yeah, so it's like, like people paying graffiti artists to graffiti yeah. ahead of time for coolness to stop graffiti right. to stop like taggers who, or whatever. Who, what graffiti artist is gonna go over another graffiti artist's work? Exactly. They, yeah. Want it there. There's a there's a code I think. Yeah. Um, a, a graffiti bro code. E exit through the gift shop mm -hmm. code. Right. <laughs> Ever see that movie? Exit through the gift shop. Yeah. No. It's a Banksy movie. Of course. Very good. Um, anyway, so that's that's the idea here is to, uh, for the comments at least, is you keep all the good ones and you delete the bad ones because if everyone sees that everyone's being positive in the comments, then it deters trollers from like mm. wanting to blow up the spot because there's nothing, they, there's no there's no pile on happening. Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah. And, and really so far on Money Lab, like, you know, we don't get a lot of commenters, but like everyone, everyone's been... Awesome. Yeah. You know, and the feedback is super helpful. So with that said, no matter where you are, if you're in, if you are, uh, in money lab pro, you know where to comment, right? Every time I post one of these videos, there's a whole comment section. You can do it there. Um, probably not going to be a comment section in the YouTube cause maybe, but maybe, um, for podcasters or people that are listening to the audio version of this, that's where it gets a little bit, uh, what do you do? You're probably in the car, so don't do it then. You're probably exercising. Also, don't do it then. I don't want you falling off the treadmill. Um, you know, or I don't want to ruin your pump. You know what I mean? So gross. Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's just it's just pumping. Yep. Right? That's exactly what it looks like. This is like you do the shoulder, you do this move. <sighs> See, now every audio listener is missing out on this at hot That's action right pure here. Pure video content. <sighs> this is how you learn form when you're working out yeah, watching yeah, yeah it's watching <laughs> watching a business podcast of a guy who doesn't work out <laughs> yeah that's exactly it but yeah um so so you know where to comment but if you're a podcast listener i would say shoot me an email matt at moneylab.co very simple if you can remember that i'll say it one more time matt at moneylab.co send me an email tell me what you think of this i know this is a rambling part of it but we're going to get into right now a tweet Yes. So this is the tweet. Now, I don't have a segment for this. We do have a segment coming up of home, for homepage improvement, which is a segment I've already created a long time ago. You may have seen the thing, and audio listeners will hear the sound effects, but the whatever. Anyway, um, I don't have a um, – I don't know what this is. Maybe there's something here, like a Twitter sort of like recap. Or, you know, one of the ideas I had for a segment was paying the troll toll and just okay. reading out – reading troll <laughs> – Comments. <laughs> Comments, but that's who wants to hear me complain or be sad. Sure. You know, that was that was Steph's like, no one wants to hear you 
argue with a troll. It's not helpful. Anyway, uh, so here's a tweet that I did this week, and I just want to go over it, and I want to respond to some of the comments that happened uh, live. So the tweet is, I got a shitload of traffic to my site with content like how to have sex in a hot tub and 16 pool exercises to lose weight. But I deleted both of them and lost a ton of traffic. Any guesses why? Do you have any guesses why, Chris? I think we've talked about this. Yeah, we have. So that's what I was going to say. My guess is probably going to be pretty good. Okay. Uh, which is that even though you were outranking Cosmopolitan, I believe, for the uh -huh. sex one. That's correct. Um, the people who click on those articles don't own pools, typically. Like you, just because you have sex in a pool doesn't mean you own a pool. Correct. You can have you sex can, in a pool that is not yours. Yeah, in fact, I think that's a like a, something you'd want to do, right? Is like sure. sneak into someone else's house and have sex in their pool. It's like more kinky. Yeah, yeah. There's no shaming here. It's just that's just something no. I think people uh, want to do. A friend once said that I really like. Uh, I don't want to yucky or somebody's yum. I don't get it. Like, I'm not trying to yuck. I, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't need to repeat it. Just, okay. I just don't get it. Maybe I'm old. It's kink shaming. Don't kink shame. Got it. Just because somebody likes it doesn't mean it's not good. So I asked people, why why did I delete these two very, very popular posts? I got a ton of traffic, and I deleted them. And it was scary to delete them because... Traffic's traffic, Traffic's baby. traffic. But, you know... Most people, some people got guessed it right. Like one, because it didn't convert. Correct. That's correct. Thank you, Chris. Um, somebody wrote, could or would this affect rankings? And is there a detrimental influence to your site's overall performance? Ooh. And the answer that I had to that was, well, yes. <laughs> Performance-wise, I deleted them. So yes, my, they no longer rank. So that. Right, yeah, yeah. But my site performs well by selling products, not by having more traffic. Yep. And I and people have said like, um, you know, people have guessed this correctly, which is exactly it. Like those posts, while they got a lot of traffic, they weren't my target audience. Now somebody wrote this is, and I thought this one was interesting. Was is it be is it was it considered um, your money, your life, or Wymel? I think I say or uh, Y M Y L. If you're in the SEO community. You know what this means, but I'll explain it for the Chris's out there who don't know what this means. But basically, um, your if it affects your money or your life, if the content would affect that, like you need to have some credibility behind that, or else like you could really fuck people's lives up, right? Like for example, if I told people you can't get pregnant in a hot tub, that would fuck someone's life up big time, and it would be incorrect. Right. right. So, or if I told somebody how to do an exercise in a pool to lose weight and they didn't lose weight or they did the exercise and got hurt, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, I'm not an expert. I'm just a, I'm just an idiot content writer who doesn't know anything about this. In fact, I said to this answer, cause it was a very good qu question. I said, it was a good guess, but it wasn't the reason I have done that on other posts. I used to have a post on swim university called, um, all about hot tub folliculitis which is, which in another name is hot tub rash, which mm. have you ever been in a hot tub and you get sort of like a rash in like your upper back area or around your torso, like right under your armpits. It's because like, that's where the water line is in a hot tub. And what happens is if your hot tub water is dirty, that, you know, bacteria can inf infect the follicles of your 
skin where your hair grows out and it and he creates these like bumps right mm -hmm. so like after shaving yeah kind of yeah so it's like yeah it's exactly like that so um so actually, you know what? I shouldn't say that. I actually don't know if it's exactly like that. I'm not a fucking <laughs> doctor, okay? I don't even claim to play one. So the thing is, is that that's the whole point, is that I wasn't a doctor. However, in that particular post, we wrote it, but we interviewed dermatologists. So like we, it wasn't our words, but I still felt that one, again, it's the same issue. Yes, it was a Weimel issue, but... Uh, Anybody can go into a hot tub and get hot tub rash. You don't necessarily need to own one. And my customers are people who own these things. Okay. Anyway, uh, someone wrote because of low azoic CPMs. So CPMs cost per thousand. You might think it's million, but it's not. It's cost per thousand. So by M? Yeah. M, I think it's Latin. Oh, yeah, yeah. The um, I could be wrong about that. Again, not a mathematician. Don't claim to play one, um, or or a historian, or whatever you, whatever somebody who knows Latin is, a Latinologist. So, I uh, I don't run ads on my site. That said, people were like, okay, so you had these two posts that were doing super well, right? And they were doing super well traffic wise. You were getting eyeballs, but they weren't converting into customers. Great, that's fine. Why didn't you keep them up and just run ads on those pages and make money from that? Mm. And to be honest, like valid question makes total sense. Mm. If if anyone out there knows me, I am like one hundred thousand percent against putting ads on your website because uh one, you don't have control over those. So, like, what if that company's a piece of shit selling piece of shit stuff? And, you know, um now they now it's associated with my brand. I have no it happens all the time. Yeah. Are you familiar with the BetterHelp? I am familiar with the company BetterHelp, yes. So I think we would all agree that like mental health is pretty important and therapy is great. Yep. Right? Yes. Uh so apparently the guy that owns BetterHelp, I not you'd have to look this up, maybe I'm wrong. Uh see. He got in trouble for or there's two things. He was doing bad things, mm -hmm. and then also they weren't really vetting the people who were they were hiring, sure. and there were a lot of life coaches doing therapy work there you when go. they weren't licensed. So yeah, it's just like mm -hmm. again, you never know. Like, and that's a good brand you would think to be attached to. Yeah, it's mental health. But. Well, so yeah, it, it, exactly that, and. Um, yeah, now there's all those YouTubers that have been pitching that for forever long, and like same with the look what happened with the FTX shit, right? It's like yeah. all those financial YouTubers were pitching FTX, and now it's like completely defunct, and they screwed everybody, screwed a lot of people's lives up, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, that's why I don't run ads. And two, um, it takes away from them buying my products, which is where I make way more money, right? Now I know I could have isolated ads just on those two posts, but. Deleting those posts, yeah, goes back to the Weimel thing. You know, maybe that would have hurt my website overall, right? Um, so, yeah, somebody says I should have been selling hot tub condoms. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I, like, couldn't you have made a product that was uh, sex-related? So, I didn't. Or, like, an anti-rash cream for you know, hot tubs. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I didn't. Bomb. Yeah, the only reason I didn't do that was because, one, I'm not going to make, con like, God yeah, forbid, yeah, right. dude. Somebody get, you know, like, no, I don't want that liability. But second of all, uh, I did sell condoms on that post. 
like as an affiliate link. I would, okay. I would, I found like, you know, I think Durex made like a waterproof, condom. yeah, waterproofy, whatever they were selling. And I was like, guess what? But you know, how much is a condom? Sure. And then how much are you making off of that? Like at a 3% commission rate? It's like, come on, mm. it sucks. It's like, it's not worth the effort. But anyway, like, yes, I could have put ads on those pages, but whatever. Um, but yeah, people were pretty close to this. Like, um, yeah, not in your target site slash identity audience. People don't need to own a pool to exercise or have sex in it. Correct. Yes. Um, you know, audience is not likely to convert to affiliates or product sales. Completely right. Uh, this guy said, people got tired of watching you perform in the hot tub. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good guess. <laughs> I didn't. And it wasn't a wasn't there was no videos. Yeah. Wasn't but like I, a porn hub. No, uh, no, it wasn't exclusive. a porn hub. Category. I mean, it's a, probably a category now, but um, yeah. So that's kind of it. That was the that was the reason that was the tweet. And what is that like? What do we learn from that? I think one. Um, I love content audits. I do a content audit on all of my sites every single year, and I sit there. Not only do I determine is this post like doing well, but I also think like is this post converting to sales? Because again, I and I've gotten shit for this because I've posted this on Twitter, and I'll say it even though I know it's like, it rubs people the wrong way and I get it. But I think that you need customers to have a legitimate business. And I've said this in a previous video and I'm probably gonna get shit for that too. And then people were like, uh, what about my business? I don't have customers. And the business, you know, is, is basically niche sites, right? You have a site where you just get traffic and you have ads on that site or affiliate links and you don't have customers, right? You're a media property. Right. Does does think about uh, like Axios or Vox or something. They're a business for sure. Do they have customers? Mm. Right. My argument would be, yes, they do. It's the advertisers. Yeah. Right. Right. But what if you run a site where you don't even interact with the advertisers? It's just an ad platform that like puts those ads on your site. So to me, you are the customer. You know, you're not even a, you're not even a business. You're the customer, right? Because you're the customer for the ad platform who's, you know, or, you know, who's displaying that stuff, right? I, I look at it the same way as like, does owning a house make you a business owner? I'm asking. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, in a way. How? Um, I guess the bank, no, the bank is the, you're the customer. So let's say you own the house hundred percent. Okay. Right. You pay for it cash. Right. Right. So, okay. Let's say you rent it out. Okay. 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 Are you now a business owner? Yeah. Okay. Because a renter is paying you money and you have to please them and fix things that go wrong. Okay. So with that logic then, and I'm, I might be turning back on this. If you own a website 100% yeah. and you rent out that space to an advertiser, right. or do you own a business? Yeah. Okay. What if you rent that space out to a platform that has its own customers? So for yeah. example, yeah. So if you are, if you own a house, but you rent it out to a business that makes money on it instead of you, well, you do make, so it's like, it's like they're making more money than you are. They're just paying you a rental fee to be right. there. So yes, yeah. Okay, I disagree. <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. It's like it's so convoluted. 
But the actual technical definition of like a business is like doing professional things. It's like very broad and vague. Right. So to me, I'm like, well, all right, there's, there's customers involved somewhere. It's just, they're not making money and you would lose money because somebody is displeased with what you're doing. Then you have, then you're a business and you have customers, even if it's one, like, even if it's a business that is giving you money, like an advertiser that would pull out because you said something bad or because they don't want to advertise on your site anymore. You're still pleasing them. Mm-hmm. You're doing things for them to make money. Yeah. But it's like you have one giant customer. So, yeah. So is right. So if I have a, a lemonade stand, but only one person comes to buy my lemonade. Do you even have one? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm even making exist. money. Let's say they buy every. Well, that's a customer though. That's a single customer. So yeah, what if I have one customer and he buys all of my lemonade? Yeah. Every so time. I so guess I sell out, but it's only one customer. I guess I never really considered an ad platform to be your customer because you're you applied for them and then they're renting your your website and paying you a fee for that rental space. So, yes, technically you own a rental property. And then therefore it's a business because you have a single customer, which is that which pays you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you had to. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Just hate it because it doesn't feel like a real business. Sure. Right. You would want multiple customers and have to appease. Yeah. But like so you look at somebody like Vox or, you know, any of these news sites. Right. That are. They're they're going out and selling these advertisers. They're not just doing, you know, an ad network. Right. You know, a, a lot of them do, obviously. But, you know, so like they have customers because they're going out, they're they're getting leads, they're following up on those leads. Like it feels like business, right? Where it's like if, if I just own a rental property, it doesn't feel like a business. Mm-hmm. Unless you own multiple and then you have multiple customers and then it works. Sure. But yeah. That's my just maybe it's just because I'm like, I used to do that. And back then I was like, it was a business. And then as I got older and started like getting customers, I'm like, no, this feels like a business. Like bef- what I was doing before was just like growing an audience. It was like basically putting out YouTube videos. Is that a business? I yeah. guess, <laughs> even though like you're putting out as you're you're putting out videos on a platform that is paying you mm-hmm. for advertising, but who is your customer? YouTube? No, I guess it's your viewers because or if yeah, but they're doing, not your customers. They're YouTube's customers. Yeah, but you're if you don't if you don't have them, you don't have a business. And if they leave, then you lose your business. All right, we could do a whole fucking episode about yeah, this. Sure. But like, yeah. But my question is, this is <laughs> is this is this the podcast? Yeah, uh, like, it, is aren't they just the thing you're selling though? Aren't they the product? Ooh. Well, mm. right. Mm. So I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But the my point is, is like, I think for me, at least in this whole, the reason I deleted these, these posts is because they didn't get me customers and I ha- I sell products, you know, I sell physical goods, I sell digital goods and you need to own a pool or a hot tub to buy those things. And I had these two posts that, you know, you could be any, you could be anybody and you know, whatever. Fair. Sound good? Sounds good. Even though I was wrong? <laughs> I mean, you're right in your own way. But I'm allowed to be wrong. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I need to be called out sometimes when I'm wrong, too. It's better to admit you're wrong. That's that's the true strength. Let's do homepage improvement. <laughs> Sorry if that was too loud. I'm going to have to turn that down in post, but here we are. 
homepage improvement. So this is uh, the website Teardowns. We've done this before. And this one comes in from, it's a site called Made for Beards. And uh, it gets less than 10,000 visitors per month. They have 33 published posts. They promote their site on Google SEO. They have zero email subscribers. Boo. Uh, they make their money from affiliate links and advertising. So are they a business? <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, how much money does this site make on average? 48. Now, I don't know if that's $48 or $48. $100,000, just 48 It's probably just dollars. Yeah. All right. So what do you struggle with the most on this website? And we're going to take a look at it in a second. Uh, getting new content posted and proper internal linking slash anchor text due to such similar topics. Oof. All right. I'm going to have to, I want to talk about this anchor text thing because that's some old school SEO thought processing there. Um, internal linking is good. Anchor text doesn't really matter if, if you're asking me. Um, what are you hoping to learn from this teardown? My site's been decreasing in followers, was close to 10K in December, and then each algo update, it seems to steadily be on the decrease even when I add new content. Well, also you have to remember too, just out, out of context here, is that December is gonna be your best month just because you're selling you're selling products and people are looking for these things. You know, if, if, if mom was like, Matt has a beard. I'll get him some beard stuff. She'll Google beard stuff and find beard things and maybe find your website. Like December is just going to be a good month for you. Um, is there anything that you should know about the site? Uh, they are not using Carbonate, which is my WordPress theme. If you're interested, uh, it's on, a, it's getcarbonate.com. Um, but they want to change it out and they have 5,600 visitors via Pinterest with 164 followers. That's not great. But I'm going to look at that Pinterest, too. I'm going to pop that over here. Um, but, yeah, let's take a look at this site. Madeforbeards.com. Well, um, mm -hmm. well, let's just talk about design first. So I cannot read that friggin' logo. That logo is too very, small. very tiny. Yeah. In fact, this looks, like a, this looks like a theme from a uh, – I think this looks like – and I could be wrong about this, so just please correct me if I'm wrong. But it looks like the income school theme. And I don't know if that's true or not because I've seen a lot of their, their themes have like a logo at the top and then always the um, the navigation underneath, which I feel like takes up a lot of real estate. And so uh, what I would do is move, I would one, I would absolutely change that logo to something that is legible and maybe not as piratey. I actually don't mind it. You don't mind I mean, it? Like you... the, the, the font could probably be different. Yeah. But like the actual black and white skull beard, you like the. I'm the, fine with it. Yeah, you like the skull and the beard. I guess I, I do too. I I wouldn't say that I am a huge fan of skulls. Yes, because like as somebody who has a beard and is not very masculine, I'm kind of tired of the over masculization of beard grooming products. Sure. Like I don't want to smell like sandalwood or fucking whiskey constantly. Well, and I the same thing with whiskey companies too, where you're like, yeah, it's always know, like it's always bros and yeah, it's always shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like I don't need that constantly. So like I don't need the pirate theme all the fucking time with the yeah. beards. Um, but that being said, I don't hate where they're going with that. Okay. Like, but, you, I but it could be bigger and more. Co like I could, we could just have the black and white. The, the skull could be bigger. Absolutely. The whole website could be black with white text. Yeah, I don't understand the red. Uh, 
Well, yeah. red could be an accent color. That's so, fine. So but. yeah, red should be the action color. So like whenever right. you do, like when we, I'll talk about this a million times every time I do these website teardowns, is like you have four colors to work with. Mm -hmm. You have black and white. Everyone gets those. That's a free pass. And you can have different shades of black and white. And then you have your primary color, which is your brand color, which in this case is black and white. So you, you know, you took up a color there. And then you have your secondary color, which is your action color. And that's the color you want all of your buttons, all your links, if if that makes sense. Uh, you want it to be the most contrasty to your to your and complementary to your primary color. So in this case, like red is a good color. It's just it's not the the read more buttons are in black and white, so they don't stand out to read more. In fact, they look they look grayed out as if like this you can't click this, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, logo to the left. You don't need, and I will say this. I'm million times dude you do not need the, a home link everyone on the internet knows to click the logo to go home i'm sorry it's just true uh you don't need a contact form put the contact form in your about page uh you i don't for 33 posts you don't need a search yet <laughs> it doesn't need to happen there's nothing to search um but again it's part of the theme i get that all right so Looking at this, yeah, it's very masculine, very masculine. Um, Super plain, too. Yeah, very, very plain. There is a mix. Uh, we have a mix of fonts. We have a sans serif and a serif font, which is fine. Um, let's go and click. Oh, we want to. Let's, let's look at the. They sent us bald with a beard. Hey. Yeah. Used to be me. Hey. Don't look have at this. Mustache. All right, so this one. Um, so it looks like they put the. Yeah, I don't hate this, but it's it's really kind of disconnect. It disconnect, and I'm sorry for all the pot, uh, audio listeners, by the way. But like again, I highly suggest you join Money Lab Pro, um, MoneyLab.co/slash/pro. By the way, anyway, there's a. Yeah, this should all be this. You know, this should be black. This red should not be back here again. Save that for your uh, your action colors, your action units on your website. Um, we we it, so the name of the article is "Bald with a Great Beard: Ten Great Beard Styles to Rock with a Shaved Head." And I think um, this is one of those things where what's the keyword here? Is the keyword "Great Beard Styles to Rock with a"? rock with a shaved head or is or is it bald with a great beard and i have a feeling that this is hitting none of those things so the title needs to be completely changed um to match whatever key we're going after and um i don't like the idea of like the questions being in there because mm. tell me what the hell i'm gonna learn just like just like make it sensational make it like um maybe it's let's just say it's like bald with a beard maybe that's the thing it's like mm -hmm. 10 great styles to rock bald with a great with a beard or something like that right just go go with that uh you have a giant image of a man <laughs> with a beard and it takes up it and he, he has a goat it's it when you hover over it it says goatee so it sure I, does. I guess that's not is that a beard is a goatee I mean, a you beard can, you can see that there's a little bit of hair on the you side can, yeah but it is it, i would definitely classify that as a goatee at first glance yeah and i'm like this is a big tall image it's gonna take me a long time before i get to the yeah, imagine if you're on mobile yeah and then look at like the sizing of the text it's very strange like the the top text is big and then it gets small and it's kind of really hard to read it looks like it's an aggregate site like a site that just like grabs articles from other places yeah 
I guess Bruce Willis has a beard in this. And then there's a picture of Bruce Willis. Yeah. Which we already have a picture. We already have a Bruce Willis lookalike at the top. Right. Do we need another one? Do we need another guy here? It doesn't... Unless you're giving specific examples of different facial hairs, which you're not. Yeah. And what is the... Uh... Yes. Again, this goes back to a lot of things that I say on when I talk about website design or just like, you know, designing the perfect post. It's like when you create images, don't add images just because you want to add images or like you think you're breaking up text or whatever. You can... You can add variety by, you know, adding more headlines, bolding text, uh, doing, you know, uh, unordered list or ordered lists, um, or I guess for uh, for regular folks, bulleted list or numbered lists. I don't know. Why I said it in the HTML way. Um, you know, yeah. If you had a picture of Bruce Willis and it had like things pointing like this is a goatee and like this is a thing, you know, mm -hmm. like it's actually a helpful diagram where if you were to isolate the image. You wouldn't need the whole post to describe why the hell you posted it there. Like if the image itself lend is is content, right? Um, and I'm willing to bet, and I've gotten in trouble for this in the past because, and I'll give you a quick story. Like there's a picture of Bruce Willis here. You do not have the right to post a picture of Bruce Willis on your website. Mm. You don't, all right? And I had this problem when I owned Roasty Coffee. We decided to do a post that was like, how celebrities take their coffee. And we did this, all this research to find on the internet, like how Toby McGuire takes his coffee in the morning, right? And then we put a picture of Toby McGuire, but we got a cease and desist letter from Getty Images. Cause we, and it, it wasn't like the Getty Image logo was on it. It was just like, we, I don't know where the hell we found it. We found it on Google Images. And I'm like, it's Toby McGuire. He's a national treasure. He's a star, but you can't just use celebrity images. Mm. So. Uh, and, or the paparazzi people will take it, you know, like those people, you know, and then, um, so then here's, here's the interesting thing. We're, we're, we're scrolling down and now we have the headline and another picture of Bruce Willis and another picture of Bruce Willis. Uh, so again, yeah, we can't do that. And there's a lot of pictures of men's with beards, but then like this guy's got a full head of hair. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know why he's there. And again, I'm not reading this. We have oh, the same image. Later in the post, smaller, smaller, right? So yeah, there's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not surprised that this is not doing well. Uh, now, and like different headline sizes. Yeah, that looks like a stock photo because that what like what beard oil doesn't have a logo on it anyway. So yeah, looking at this, uh, it's a probably a good textual post. I'm not gonna read it, right? But you've but like. I highly recommend that you go to uh, moneylab.co. I have this thing called the perfect post. It tells you exactly how to lay out a post. And uh, I think it'd be super helpful for this particular one. Uh, you, yeah, you you basically have two headlines. You have this top headline, which is long and not good for SERPs, right? Or search engine results pages. And then you have this other headline, which is later in the post, top 10 beard styles to match with a bald head with beard. Okay. First of all, it fucking sucks. That is the worst title. Yeah, I got confused when you were reading that. I mean, I'm gonna read it one more time. Yeah. Top ten beard styles to match a bald head with beard. Oh, yeah, that's improper too. <laughs> yeah. Also, clearly now we know the keyword. Yeah, like that should have been the title, but just better. Not yeah, it is gonna be a little bit better. But like the keyword is bald head with beard. Yeah. That's the keyword. Because clearly they it's not written for a human being. Right. This was I, I had a post like this on Stream University, so like I totally understand. The post 
was, or the, the keyword I was trying to go after, which just happened to be the keyword when you do the research in Ahrefs or whatever, was sand in pool, right? So having sand in your pool. But the keyword was sand in pool. So people were going, sand in pool, sand right. in pool. Like that's what they were putting into Google. Yeah. And so as an SEO or somebody who's like creating the content, you're like, how the hell do I work that into a title that makes sense? So I, so originally I think I had it as sand in pool, question mark, mm. you know, blah, 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 blah. And honestly, like you don't need to do, you don't need to like exact match keywords. I was like, do you have sand in your pool? Or like how to get sand out of your pool? Guess what ranks? Just that, you know, it, Google's smart enough to figure out the, you know, what keywords. people are searching for and the relevancy of what, you know, they're looking for. Mm. So yeah, you don't have to do that. Although, uh, top 10, you know. You could have said, bald, got a bald head with a beard. Top 10 beard styles to match your bald ass head. You know what I mean? Or that's or just that. Top 10 beard styles to match your bald ass head. Maybe, all right, maybe remove the ass part. I added that. But yeah. And I don't understand why we got to go talk about Bruce. I would never consider Bruce Willis like the king of bald men with beards. He almost never has a beard. He almost never has a beard. That's not the guy. Yeah. So there's a whole thing that says Bruce Willis beard style stubble. So I guess that's a beard. But that's the most facial hair I feel like I've seen him with on a regular basis. Yeah. He's like, usually like in the diehards, right? He's pretty clean shaven. That's what he looks like in diehard. He's got just a five o'clock shadow. But is a five o'clock shadow a beard? No. <laughs> Are we going to have another it's argument not. about what's what? I would say no. Five I would say no not too. A beard. Not it's a like beard. saying this is a beard. Not a beard. Mustache. Not a beard. I have a mustache with. Start with yeah, with laziness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get why the site is is not doing well. What do you expect to learn? So let's go back. Um, let's see if I can help. Uh, what do you expect to learn? Well, they expect they expect to somehow increase followers. So all right, let's let's uh one clean up the brand, put it on carbonate. That's fine. You know if you want to do that. Um, Rethink all of your headlines, you know, rewrite them, uh, rethink all the images, you know, look at your text. Um, again, whenever you're making a site like this, there are people who are competing against you, right? You're, you know, there are other sites that are, you know, let's, let's just look at that. Let's look up that keyword and see what happens. So like bald, you know, bald head with beard, right? So if we just go, you know what, actually, let's just go into incognito mode, Ooh. bald head with beard. Let's just search that and see what comes up. Do you see Bruce Willis anywhere? I do not see Bruce Willis in the top of all the images. I see Andrew Ray. Is that him? It looks like him. It looks like him. Anyway. Yeah, Jason uh, Statham in The Rock, for Jason. sure. That is a beard, I guess. It looks like a 5 o'clock I mean, a goatee technically is a beard, if you look it up. But. So men's health is the number one thing. So you're you're, you're going after a pretty powerhouse. But, you know, it's it's the search intent is there. You could, if you really wanted to, you could probably beat them. But 19 best beard styles for bald men. So clearly they don't have that title, right? In that or that exact keyword phrase in their title. You know, in fact, none of these do. Like, no. none of these do. Right? Why such a why what's with the odd numbers? Oh, so, what's with the thing? Yeah. Like 19 instead of 20. Why that? Uh, because there's uh, all right. Well, now you don't have to get into it. Well, it, there are studies and you know best practices for like you should have odd numbers in your thing because odd numbers are weird to people like you clearly mm -hmm. noticed it yeah 
you know? So it's like, it's more, it's like, it feels more authentic and real if it's like 19 instead of 20. But I'm going to search the, the even numbers. Well, so the question is, and this is another thing I think is kind of BS, but like 19 is better than, if you look at the list, if we go back to this list here, it starts with 19. That's 19 styles, right? Mm -hmm. And then it goes to 130, but that's Pinterest, so you can ignore that. Yeah. Uh, nine, why? So why right? Nine? Then seven, then five, but then 20. Is it because the odd numbers are going to rank higher than the even numbers? No, it's no. Because I'm going to type in top 10 or top five or whatever, or top 20. Like if I'm in Google. You're typing in numbers in, in when you search for things? For certain things, like if I'm trying to, like the last thing I probably searched for for that was probably um, like the top 10 animes of like of all time. You would, well, uh, you I'm, literally put a number in? Yeah, because I was. You wouldn't just because type. Because there was like a hundred, there's like thousands of animes. So, so you like, wouldn't just type in best anime of all time? I did once and I got a like an hour long video. So I was like, oh, let me do top 10. Okay. So I can narrow it down. Like okay. One of the top 10. But that's not the intent. The intent is mm. bald head with beard. Sure. Right? So, like, I don't, I don't, and I'm assuming that's the keyword. I could be wrong about that. In fact, actually, uh, alopecia, I guess. Let me, I'll tell you if I'm right or not. Uh, the name of the, whatever the slug is, uh, bald with a beard. That's the, so that's, that's the slug. Guarantee you that's the keyword. That's what people were typing into Google. Because that's what, this is another thing that people do with, uh, in like, old school SEO stuff is like, you know, make the keyword your, your uh, URL. Oh, right, right. Um, you don't have to do that, but it doesn't it, like Google doesn't give a shit. Google's trying to get get rid of the URL. They've been trying to get rid of the URL for like the last like six years. Um, but even if we were to look at that, you know, bald with a beard, still going to come up men's health. So it doesn't right. you know it doesn't really matter. So the question is is like, does the number matter? And no, I I think if you're better off going the best beard styles because then you don't have a number to compete with, but then people would argue and you're not going to really do well in the service because you're competing with numbers, right? Well, I guess you could do the best of 2023. Yeah. You could add the, you could add the year for sure. Now I was looking up like product reviews. Yeah. That's probably, especially fashion stuff too. Like right. that's super important to have. Um, yeah. Uh, a year there, but also like, would you do better if you had 21 best beard styles for bald men of 2023? I guess. You know, it's probably title. a better title. And, and, and you know, you're definitely like... 23 best beards of 2023. There you go. Mm. So you got to keep leveling up. And this is the skyscraper technique with SEO, where just like you take what's... You have to do competitor research. And this is something that I, I teach in my SEO course, which is like, okay, yeah, you did the keyword research. Great. But you are not competing at the same level as everyone else who is already ranking for this. Like you're not doing, you're not beating men's health. Right. Like you're not, not that you can't beat them, but like, you're not even competing against them. They're, they're doing some, like, even if you look at their, um, if you look like right underneath, you see all these different things. Like, what are they called? Like the, like it's probably a bullet list. Yeah. So when you click this and we go into the article, it's probably structured with all of those, so like, yeah, slightly shaggy as seen on Tom Hardy. So clearly they did look at this because they're doing pictures of right. actors. Here's the difference though. Why they can do it and you can't is because 
They paid Men's Well Health probably took these pictures for their for their covers. Or they paid Getty because look, it says Getty. Or name. they paid Getty, yeah. So, but most likely these people have appeared in Men's Health. Yeah, it says before. Getty right there. So yeah. I'm sure they paid for all those. Or they even you, look at even looking at this site. Like, why couldn't you take? cues from this website about how to redesign the other one well yeah you would go okay like they literally named everything you could rename yours you don't have to see it on celebrities you could just take you know pictures of different people you could probably find them as stock photos Mm -hmm. and yes this would count as you know an image of like what that means but what i would even do to take it a step further is to like okay let's say we have this picture of john travolta uh, and it's called manicured stubble. I would have things pointing to his face on what, what, what are you talking about? Like, what's a manicured stubble? Like, look, uh, you know, like how it fades from his bald head into his stubble. You know, I would point out little like consistency. So that way, if you were to isolate that photo in like a Google search for like an image search, mm. then that image alone is, is like valuable. And then somebody will probably take that image as like an asshole and put it on their site, but hopefully give you a credit for it, which gains you a free backlink, you know? So like go the extra mile when creating your content to, you know, again, you're trying to beat this. This is your, this is your competition and it's a really difficult one, but I bet you could, if your, if your site was faster, if your content was just like way more in depth, you're, you, you don't need celebrities. You don't, you don't need that. That's just what they do because again, they're like a celebrity magazine essentially. Right. Um, so like you could do all of this, but way better and it would be super valuable to your, to your potential, uh, customers or affiliate things or whatever. Anyway, that's all I got. That's the episode. How long did we go? Do you know? That is about 50 minutes. That was longer than I wanted. Sure. I should have, I should have, um, that's longer than I want it. New format, new content, how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, we could have probably skipped that whole beginning part, right? And just got right into the Twitter question, got right into the homepage improvement. Hey, there's always next time. Baby. Maybe there's only two segments of show. I don't know. We're going to figure this out. But we need your feedback to do that. So that's what I'm going to end with. Please, if you're listening to this podcast, audio you know, only, then email me when you get a chance, when you get off the treadmill, when you get out of the car, email me, matt at moneylab.co. Let me know what you think about these sort of like magazine style segmenty type of podcast. Uh, and if you're watching this in Money Lab Pro, you know where to leave a comment. If you happen to just be watching this on YouTube for whatever reason, like maybe you jumped over to YouTube to watch it, leave a comment below. I, we're going to read them and we're going to weep. Or no, we're going to read them, sleep on them, and then adjust in the future. So that's it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.